The Dental Brief is brought to you by Omni Premier Marketing and the amazing guests who bring wisdom and advice that you can put to use to take your business and practices to the next level. Find us on Facebook and join the conversation. Get ready to grow because we are kicking off the next episode in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. Today, uh, we're coming from my home office. We've got some office issues going on with the HVAC system that's causing uh, some uh, uncontrollable noise. Uh, so I apologize for that, but I, I don't apologize for the guests that we have today. It's going to be awesome. Um, great information coming your way. Tate, Rourke, say hello. Hey, how is everybody? Great to be here. Yeah, it's awesome to have you here. I think this is going to be a really good, useful show um, for our listeners. Um, first, I want to say, Tate, you're with Goal Alfion. You're with Alfion um, Credit Solutions. Um, right, you guys help dentists out with consumer financing and that sort of thing. We'll get into that in a little, a little bit. Um, but first, I want to talk, I want to ask you, like, how did you get involved in working with uh, dentists? How did you start helping them? Yeah, that's a uh, that's a great question, Patrick. You know, I've been in uh, the dental industry for 22 years, and I grew up primarily on the material side of the business, working for manufacturers such as as Kerr and. Um, in Voco America, and in in that position, or I should say those positions, you know, you 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 talk to doctors a lot about various cases, and and therefore, which that conversation leads into case acceptance. And you know, I knew before I even knew who Alpion Credit was, I knew that case acceptance was an ongoing challenge that doctors, no matter you know patient demographic or where they were located, it was a constant challenge that they faced. So whenever I was presented with the opportunity to join Alpheon and, and learned a little bit about their solution and, and, and what what they could do to really help doctors, you know, in, increase case, case acceptance, um, uh, you know, put more patients in the chair and really do more dentistry, uh, it was really a no-brainer for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Glad you're here helping, and I'm glad you're here today to help our audience. Um, I personally think that um, I don't see practices utilizing consumer credit as much as they should. Um, other industries, I mean, you can't go into a re retail store without them asking you about it. There's a reason why they, they ask you about it. You might be ready to pull out cash and, and pay for that TV at Best Buy with cash, and they're like, hey, do you want to apply? And here's what you get, and a little benefit to that. There's a reason why Best Buy does that, because they know it's going to um, increase the chances of you coming back in there and, and spending. Um, it's not that they want to just give you a discount on a credit card. Um, what are some challenges that you see practices facing, or, or, or let me rephrase this, how are they not utilizing patient financing the way that they should? Well, <clears throat> I think there is, outside of the presenting the case and gaining case acceptance to the patient in the chair, I think there's a challenge that that office staff, you know, office managers, treatment coordinators, there's a challenge that they face in actually presenting patient financing to patients. I think many, many times it's um, it's done more as a reaction rather than being proactive. It's uh, it's positioned more from affordability than it is from payment options. And I think a big reason for that 
is for so long, there's only been really one patient finance option available. Of course, there's a ton of choices today, um, but that one option that, that offices have had for so many years, you know, they're not necessarily the best at patient approvals. And these office managers and treatment coordinators, they've heard a lot of no's. And it doesn't take too many no's before they're like, nope, I'm not not even going to have the conversation. I don't I don't have a lot of success there, so I'm not even going to bring it up. Um, right. So I think the, the biggest challenge is helping office managers, patient coordinators, treatment coordinators become comfortable just having the conversation again and helping them build that confidence where they're going to hear yes more. Yeah, that uh, you're 100% right about that. In regards to case acceptance, I've, I've heard, and I, I believe it's true, that there's over half a million dollars uh, in untreated cases in the average uh, dental practice. Um, one thing that I know that reps at Shine and Patterson and other sales organizations do is they do role-playing, right? They actually talk through these types of objections and go through those. What are some good ways to kind of get started and get over the awkwardness of doing something like that in a practice? Yeah, that's a good question. And I think the first step is really remembering why the patient is there in the first place, remembering the why. You know, the patient came to your practice because they had an oral health issue that that they needed you to resolve for them. So that's step number one. Step number two, and I kind of alluded to this earlier, is using patient financing as an amenity in your office. Uh, making it more about um, payment options rather than about affordability, being proactive rather than reactive. And what I mean by that is not waiting, not presenting the case, and then waiting until the patient says, well, I can't afford that, to even bring up patient financing. Maybe even having them get pre-approved before they ever walk into the office. You know they're coming in. You know what, what treatment's being presented to them and you know what their portion is going to be, if it's significant, have them pre-approved before they ever walk in. It makes that case acceptance conversation much easier. Right. And I think too, I got to imagine, and this happens, I've never heard anyone say it, you've probably run into this. When a a case is presented to a patient, especially a first time patient, first time in the office and they need two, three, four, five, $8,000 worth of care, um, do they, do they patients just say no flat out? Do you think oftentimes before credit is even brought up the possibility of doing financing or they just, are they afraid that, Hey, I'm not going to qualify or they say, Hey, you know, you can, the, the, the dentist or the patient coordinator says, Hey, there are, there's a financing company we work with. Do you think some patients just flat out say no because they think they're going to get turned down and they very well may get approved? Does that scenario happen? I think that scenario exists, but I think that it doesn't present very often. I think okay. most of the time, if a patient, if you present a patient with, you know, a situation where their portion is going to be two to $3,000, um, and that patient is aware that you offer patient financing, they're at least going to explore to see, you know, to learn a little bit more about the program. And today, I mean, Alfion Credit has an excellent, excellent pre-qualification uh, 
platform where they can they can get pre-qualified with no hit to their credit. And it really takes about mm, less than five minutes to get an answer from pre-qualification to final approval um, with a soft pull to their credit, like I mentioned. Um, the office can transact immediately that same day and they're funded within 48 hours. So it's really all about how it's presented to the patient. Sure. What about using um, financing options and marketing? Um, you, you see this happen and it's been going on in the automotive industry uh, since before I was born, um, right? Payments starting as low as X, Y, Z dollars. I don't think I see enough of that in healthcare. Um, I don't see enough of it when it comes to Invisalign. I see a lot of offers that are, you know, $500 off mm -hmm. airliners or $1,000 off or whatever it may be, but I don't see a lot of payment options. Um, do you think advertising and, and using payment options in your marketing is a good thing? I think it's highly successful. I do. Yeah. And you brought up the, the car analogy, the new car analogy. Many, many times, I mean, how many people walk into an, a car dealership and just throw down cash for a brand new car. Very, very seldom, right? So what does the decision come down to? It comes down to the monthly payment, right? Right. And so that's really many, many times where the negotiating piece lies when you're buying a car. It's what, what is that monthly payment going to be? Um, it's really no different in dentistry. Um, and that's kind of what I mentioned earlier, making it more about payment options than it is about overall affordability. And then, you know, with, you know, companies like Alfion Credit, even Care Credit, we all have deferred interest plans where they can, you know, select eight, 12, 18, I'm um, sorry, six, 12, 18, 24 months interest-free. Um, we even have plans that go out to, to five years. So finding the right plan for a patient's budget really isn't that hard. Yeah. So what about, let me, let me ask this question. What's the, I think some practice owners get a little hung up um, on the fees that it costs them to uh, accept um, payments from or accept uh, working with a, a credit company such as yours. Um, where are they wrong with that? Like, what is it? What is it? What's the hurdle that they're having trouble getting over that you, you want them to see? So what I see often is, you know, for a, for a doctor to offer, for example, a 20 month equal pay, they might, or their merchant fee could be as low as 4%, maybe 5%, depending on how much they finance in a year, 6%. Um, they'll push back on a four to 6% merchant fee, but on the flip side, they'll turn around and offer a 30% discount for treatment. Right. 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 So to me, I'd for much cash. rather, I'd much rather pay 6% rather than take 30% off the cost of my treatment. Right. You know, it does seem that like sometimes these math is math, right. But sometimes depending on where we're running equations, it does seem like fees could be higher. I mean, I think credit card fees are on average about 1.75 to two and a quarter, sometimes as high as 3% if they're using right. certain cards. And then you're looking at financing, it's it's four to six percent. We're only talking about a couple of points. And I think if we go back to that number, that half a million dollars in unaccepted treatment care, would you pay ten percent or even twenty percent to have, you know, would you pay twenty percent 
to bring in 400,000 of that 500,000 today? And I think the, the answer is yes. So um, how do you, how do you kind of help connect the dots if you're a dentist? How do you look at this in a, the, the cup is half full kind of way? Well, you know, I make it, or whenever I speak to a dentist, it, it's really all about what is your money worth to you today versus what is it worth to you one, two, three years from now? Because if they're not offering a patient finance plan like an Alpion credit, many times they're offering in-house financing where they're right. carrying that risk and they're stretching that payment out, I don't know, 12 months, 18 months, whatever. And at that point, it's, is your, is your money worth more to you today or two years from now? You right. know, um, for me, I would much rather have my money today minus a 4.25% merchant fee than stretch that out, carry that risk, you know, concern myself and my office staff with the responsibility of, of, collecting that money over time. So right. it's, to me, it's just a good business decision. You know, it, it definitely helps your bottom line and helps your revenue. So, yeah. and, and what are you going to do in the case that that patient, you know, doesn't pay? And it, it does happen, I think, more than people realize they don't pay. And uh, are you going to sue them? Are you going right. to, uh, you know, is, is it in, in not see them again? Okay, they'll just go to somebody else. Are you going to get a bad review over it? So, you know, I think that there's a there's a flip side to that uh, that needs to be looked at for sure as far as caring. Right. And then, like you said, you know, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, right? So, That's right. Um, yeah. So um, I want to encourage our offians to check out the website, goalfion.com. Um, you know, real quickly, take, there's a few other options out there um, for dentists. I think uh, they should look at uh, your, the option that you offer, too. Just in a minute or less, what do you think? What is the, the difference maker uh, with your company compared to some yeah, others? You bet. I think whenever you're evaluating patient finance companies, you really need to take a look at the type of loan or financing they're offering. For example, Alfion yeah. Credit, we offer a revolving line of credit. Really, Alfion and Care Credit were the only two revolving lines out there. Everybody else, they're all installment loans. So why yeah. is that important? Well, with the revolving line, you know, it's something that a patient can use over and over and over. They get an $8,000 credit limit. They pay it down. They, you can use it again and again. They can also add multiple authorized buyers. So they can add up to four. So a wife gets the card. She can add her husband her maybe her sister, whoever. Um, with an installment, it's a single buyer program, and it's one and done. So they need $3,000. They get $3,000. They pay it off. If they need yeah. money again, they got to reapply. So um, the the unknown there is what's happened to their credit profile in the meantime. Yeah, makes sense to me. Hey, thank you so much for coming on the program today. Uh, I really appreciate your time. Hey, I enjoyed it, Patrick. Thank you.